Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne. Make sure you like and subscribe if you'd like to subscribe. You know, you like that little play on words. I do. But anyway, I'm joined with Ash and Charles, who is uh, <laughs> fucking just, Charles is just being himself. Uh, I, what else do you expect me to be? Someone else? Different. That'd be weird. No, I already said different. I, Why would is, you expect me to be different? That doesn't make any sense. You asked me what I expect. <clears throat> I didn't say you had to do it. You just asked me what I would expect. I expect you to be different. That doesn't make any sense. Then why would you expect me from do, to be different from what I am? I mean, maybe you evolved, grew, changed. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I I have a lot of random rock countdowns inside of my head. Next time I'm gonna do. Next time no, I'm gonna no, do the Catholic no, you're drum not. Crop. No, you're not. I don't know what that is, but you're not. Don't do that either. Dang. Don't do any other rock countdown. Just three, two, one. It's it's perfectly acceptable. Like Bro, it's, it's I had bring in drumsticks. You know what? How about we just get a little like <laughs> um it can do a countdown on the screen if well, have to do with your if, you, if you don't want to do it, you know. <laughs> Ash, how's, how's your week been? How have you been? I'm not talking to Charles anymore because I'm gonna fight Charles in the middle of the episode. I think you got upset when he started. Yeah, he's, he's playing air guitar and so I'm not gonna speak to him anymore. Yeah, and I'll hit him. And I feel like he don't think that I really hit him. And so I'm gonna have to why you, why, have see to this show is the reason him. why you can't be listening to all this gangster rap Tony. No, 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 no that's nothing to do with gangster rap. What I have to do is lay hands on you. So that way I never have to lay hands on you again. So that way when I say, Hey, I'll hit you, you'll recognize mm, he said that last time and he actually did it. I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> yeah, because I'll hit you for real. Oh my god. I love you. That's why I gave you guys praise and compliments before I played the gangster song. I don't know if y'all heard me, but that wasn't my problem. I verbalized it. Oh, Ash I mean, had I heard on, you. And you were doing your thing. I didn't need reciprocation or responses. That. And then you just started out here. Yeah, because I was started dra- doing what I was doing. But and then there is that dude. I'll still hit and you. And then he won't repeat is it. Is that dude no, who has no, like what? the feather? Are, because who don't want to hear praise? That's the whole point of giving praise. I gave it. Oh, every his praise it? is selfish. Thank <laughs> you. I'll fucking fight both of you, motherfucker. I'll fight you. I'll fight Charles. You'll I'll fight, fight Gravity. Whole, I'll fight the, both of y'all <laughs> right at, at the, the same, same time? time. Yeah, yeah. Like we can go. Like I don't think y'all understand. Like there's nothing but space and opportunity here. Why we can slide this, this is the desk reason. up under this other oh, desk? This is the reason why there's a big old open space right there. The rumble. <laughs> Like, I don't know what y'all rumble. think this is, but what's wrong with this boy? He's had to rumble. Yeah, no, y'all got me fucked up. He want to fight. That's okay. <clears throat> Don't air right. guitar me while I'm talking to y'all. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> 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 bitch. <laughs> I don't understand why air guitar you. <laughs> All right, how about this? You go to your mother, and while she's talking to you, just start playing <laughs> the air guitar. <laughs> yeah. She just look at me. And start making the fucking sound effects, too. Start making the sound effects. Yeah. Yeah, just start, yeah, do the whole thing. Yeah, and see how she takes that. Probably fine. Probably terrible. Oh, why she trying to have an important conversation with you? Probably not an important conversation. Oh, exactly. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> you have to do it on an important conversation. Yeah. Something that she cares about. That's so fucking funny. All right. Well, when we're talking about this trip for me to go down to. Yeah, you just start playing air guitar. <laughs> you should get off of the exact same. She would just say, boy, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm listening. <laughs> I don't think. And if you continue to do the thing, I don't think she's going to be like, stop that. <laughs> she's going to tell you to stop. You do that to Riley. Do that to what? Do what? Start air guitar? Yeah, why she's trying to tell you something that she thinks is important. Oh, no, that had to go terribly. Exa- yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want that. This is why I want to fight y'all. <laughs> that's because she's the only child. She no, she'll cry. Just like that's, not, that's not the only child thing. I just wouldn't do this. I did this specifically to piss this thing off. I knew the effect this had in the middle of him talking. This is not acceptable, child. No, well, not to do. This is why I did it. No, you can't just well, play see, air guitar while people are talking to you. It was just a natural creation of the like progression of my actions. It's just like I started thinking about being a pretend. But like, you got to understand where he was coming from. He needed to be on the calm down. You talking about? I need to get some drumsticks. I understand no. why he's upset. We're not doing drumsticks. What do you mean? <laughs> it's just oh, like, no. what is wrong with you? This and is not just a like, band. Like, he's like, I'm gonna find different cool band countdowns. Nigga, we're not a band. Fuck are you talking about? You've never seen that, Tony? No, no, no. I've never seen it. I just wanted three, two, one. You know what? We spent five minutes talking about this and I hate both of y'all <laughs> I started you know what's crazy y'all our dressing room I started off with decibel. and these two <laughs> within the span of five minutes they didn't do anything all that shit the trash I didn't <laughs> I do it no, he no, asked me how love you us. was doing this is a part of us Tony right Fuck. you bastard do you just both love the parts that you like exactly Probably. exactly we are fucking abandoned <laughs> children over like, here you know I what? said one thing <laughs> And I re- immediately, mm-hmm. immediately realized that it was Ain't immediately no true. Ain't unconditional yeah, love over here. Go ahead. Unconditional <laughs> love. You only love us when we make them feel good. Get it, get, get it all out. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, you, you got some more? This Come on. Is, I mean, I just answered my own question. It's just like, do you only love the parts of us that you like? Yeah, probably. Right, you got any more? I'm <laughs> good. All right, cool. So... Again, fuck both of y'all. <laughs> I don't care what y'all have to say. <laughs> yes, I only love the parts of y'all. That I, like. I answered the question. Mean? It's just like, oh, you, you love the parts of us that you hate? No, <laughs> no, I hate this is all. <laughs> the fuck do you mean? No, I, no, I don't love the parts. What of don't I hate. you understand about the fact that I said I hate this? Yeah. Oh my god, that's okay. But um, how has y'all guys' this week been? Something more normal. Hopefully, I get get responses worky you know that's good i guess maybe oh i mean here's the thing how's your boss taking you leaving fine uh he's gonna be gone the first couple days of next week and then i'm gonna be gone towards the end of the week he gets to go to new york i get to go to albany georgia so Someone's winning here. Those don't sound me. equal. I was about to <laughs> say, I'm like, uh, those sound wildly I unequal. I got to go to New York and I get to go to fucking Hines, Nebraska. <laughs> like, you know, no one wants I would to. actually probably prefer to go to Hines, Nebraska. <laughs> okay. It's like, I'm literally going to one of the poorest places on, in the entire United States. Really? Yes. Wow. I never even heard of Albany, Georgia. Exactly. Jeez. It is, I think there's a you giant know, game. In my head, I just turned everything you said to Alabama. Right. As far as I'm concerned, all three like, of those no, He's going to Alabama. Actually, that's see, terrible. that's the thing. I turned, you're, I'm different from you because I turned, if you say Mississippi, Alabama, 
or Georgia. I just turn everything into Georgia because it's the only thing that has anything in it. You started with an A. It was Alabama immediately. <laughs> it's just like. You started with an AL. Uh, Alabama. Alabama. I, was Alabama. I don't want to step foot in Alabama. There's nothing good. There's nothing in Alabama. Nothing. It really ain't. I've been there when I was like 10 and like they, every single place where you went, they had the church with the baptism tub Why in there. Why were you in Alabama? It was for a family reunion on my dad's side. Oh, that's where our family at? That's where his family at, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, yes, I'll that's where your family at. What do you, how did you get? <laughs> that's where his oh family at. Like, I don't, did you just I don't even know from yeah. family. Like, that's not that my family. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what the capital so, of Alabama yes. actually is. You yeah, no, it was like Birmingham, 10 miles. Alabama. Yeah, Birmingham. It was it like 10 like, miles outside of Selma. So we walked. that's the capital. I just know that's where shit happened. Birmingham. No, Birmingham is the capital. But we was like 10 miles outside of Selma. And they was real proud that, you know, MLK walked that bridge or whatever. It's <laughs> so short. <laughs> they got like general stores and shit. And like where we were saying, like nobody had cars. So like they looked at our vans and was like waving like, oh, this is a spectacle. We was like. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was we was that deep in the South where they had the. Yeah, there's really nothing down there. You know, it's hot when you be in the room with the air conditioner on and it's still hot. To be fair, there's a whole bunch of niggas in there, but I just remember collapsing on the couch and like being snakes in the grass. Have <laughs> I ever been to Alabama since then? No, <laughs> none of that sounded great, did it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm. I've been to Georgia. I have been to Alabama. That was, but I went to Jacksonville first. So that means that kind of me, that kind of like, and then we also ran away from Alabama as fast as we could. Yeah, no, I just. No, it's nothing there and even the pool I remember the pool said that you know like when the chlorine about to go bad inside the pool like we was kids so we didn't understand but we had a next door neighbor that had a pool and they should always crispy blue this one had a slight tinge of green to it I'm like <laughs> they gotta fix this <laughs> I just remember my kid brain that's terrible um not the well enjoy your trip to Georgia um Anything good for you, Ash? What I do this week? Uh, this week was just recouping. Last week I went out of town, which was fine. And go anywhere exotic? No, I went to Seattle. Oh, how was that? It's pretty amazing. I was downtown. I told you the first day, and that was pretty mediocre in terms of like the food. But when I was in Pike Market, I went down to like the shops, which I really enjoyed. But then you got to go out from downtown to really get like. Yeah, I went to the art museum, which was not as good as ours, which I was really surprised. It's probably more, but oh, the ours, ours whooping, ours whooping their ass. You'd I would be say surprised that much. how much stuff in Cleveland is actually pretty good until like. Yeah, no, you know, ours is like different like floors and like it's there. Yeah, ours for the first thing, I guess they like, no, nah, they we kind of put theirs to shame, but it was still enjoyable. Then I ate at their restaurant, which I thought was going to be really expensive. And then everything I ate besides the shit at Pike Market was fucking delicious. So I was mad. I'm like, so white people know how to cook over here too? All right. <laughs> I can do it. Y'all know, how, y'all know spices shit. and herbs? Look Dang at y'all. I went to a black-owned restaurant the day before I left, I think. Theirs is pretty good. Um, they're really friendly too. That's just like a West Coast thing. So I laid over in San Francisco. And I for real was like, oh, it's not me that's the fucking weirdo. 
is Cleveland niggas <laughs> that are subpar and kind of just apathetic when you go to the West Coast and everybody is like super friendly and like the bitch that was giving me they like biscuits over there too. I don't know what the fuck that shit is about. She gave me a biscuit. She was dancing while giving me the biscuit. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what type of world you're experiencing. I don't it know what these biscuit like, dances are. Oh, I get are. it. It's not me because for years I thought like I always thought like black women as a whole was just like these cool, demure, like sleek creatures who just was cool as fuck all the time. Like bitches is mad cool. Like not cool. Like <clears throat> like I fuck with them. It's not that I don't. But y'all understand my temperament. Cold cool like standoffish like don't nothing phase them almost or like they how do you put this tony do you know what i'm talking about it's like you but like a demure. woman almost there you go demure is a good word <clears throat> like aloof yeah aloof but like they always ready to pop off every second but it's not like me where i'm bubbly and i'm like <laughs> you know what i'm saying black woman as a whole ain't like that and like I said, I just thought something was wrong with me. Like I was mostly around white people anyway. So, but to see like the stark contrast of, oh, you're not alone in this, whatever you are, Ashley. <laughs> it's not, it's not a. Uh... Well, see, that's good. You went to the West. Yeah. I told you Seattle's a great city. Yeah, well, I had I'll a be lot in of San Diego next week sometimes. A lot of shit's out. So I wouldn't say that it has the most stuff in terms of like the arts. Yeah. And as, Especially not as much as Cleveland, because like that's something that Cleveland's kind of known for is like their museums, their uh, plays, shit like that. Right. But outdoor shit, you're gonna get all of that. You're gonna. Yeah, I don't know I if you went to the water or. I did. Or how far did you go to Mercer Island? I didn't. I wanted to get on the ferry <clears> so bad, but I'm like, mm, I didn't have a car. I just purposely put myself in this situation where I didn't have a car, so I was just mostly like busting it. The first day it was a whole bunch of Ubers. I'm like, it's twenty dollars for a fifteen minute ride. This ends today, so I'm like, all right, what's the next challenge? We gonna catch the bus. Easy. Yeah. This wasn't challenging at all. They don't hate you here. You know, it's it's not overrun. It's not overcrowded because they got fifteen million fucking buses. So it's not like this. But you do overrun. see the stark difference in how the home, how there's so many more homeless out there. They got tents and shit, like upgraded homeless lives. Yeah, like I, like I, even the like, homeless, oh, homeless people are better than nah, home. nigga. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. When I went to, when <laughs> I had went to, I see one homeless by a freeway. Exactly, maybe, but this is like. Well, you see a person holding a sock. <clears throat> Am I weird? Because as of this point, like I'm, there's some corners where I go to. Where there's like a rotation of people who always stand on the corner. And yeah, they like, be in like three mile diameters and shit, like triangulated, and they always at the same time. Yeah, I don't think they're homeless most of the time. I don't, I don't know if they're homeless because I, I heard I a lot know. of people soliciting just to pay bills. So I'll it, keep that one. It's just like <laughs> I'm just kind of sitting here, but like in Seattle. They're definitely homeless. No, they like crowded out. Like is pretty bad because I'm like I ain't never seen a homeless niggas with like tents on just the random like if you go out there and just go like downtown or whatever on Euclid niggas just got tents and shit I'm like that's what it's like if you went out there no, I was like, yeah I know there's a real problem oh. and there's a <laughs> yes. based, and they're with the amount of income that is within the city there really shouldn't be that large of a problem but I don't know some people were just bringing up these types of things because there's like a housing shortage in Louisiana Inside of uh down in New Orleans, but then someone pointed out that like damn near they're like thirty to forty percent of the active housing right now are Airbnbs. 
So it was like, oh, oh there's wow. some some of the competition for houses nowadays aren't isn't completely and totally based off of the people that live in your area. Yeah. There are people who come in and they buy buy the homes and they turn them into Airbnbs and yeah. then they pr- hike up the prices for things. Look at that. Yeah, I don't know about the housing, but I thoroughly. Oh, no, buying a house in nice Seattle home. is like, like I follow a bunch of people who live in Seattle. It's like getting into a knife fight. Yeah, I don't really want to. Like I said, I'd be if I only explored downtown and I hadn't really I was in I was like I could see the Space Needle from where I was. I was in a Olympic Park or some shit. I think that neighborhood was called Belltown. And I could see yeah. this, the Space Needle. So I was right there up at the waterfront. So were and you it, like on third? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, my fucking God. The reason I, so I used to live on third downtown oh, at really? the Moda. Yeah. When you said you were in Belltown, that's where I used to live. Oh, okay. So um, I know exactly that. that yeah, because yep. that has all, so there's, <clears throat> there's actually good food down there. It's some. I was so surprised. I'm like everything. Don't trust good. anyone who eats Jack in the Box teriyaki bowls. But no, everything was. I didn't have like like I said the mediocre thing was in Pike Market. Like yeah, I had a dumpling and the Beecher's mac and yeah, cheese. It's, it's just it's all, And then that Starbucks was full. Yeah, and that Starbucks was full. But and I'm just oh, like, I'm not getting a yeah, fucking coffee I mean, in here. I'm glad I, I saw it, but I'm leaving. I've learned all my lessons about doing the touristy things when I go anywhere. No, I'm, I'm glad I did it. Listen, the reason why we don't want to do touristy things is because we don't want to look like a fool. I was a fucking fool on the bus, but I also got a free bus ticket because I looked stupid. I'm like trying to put the money in. She's like, here, just take it. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> so, oh, it's not that I'm trying to look like a... I'm scared about looking like a fool. I actively don't want to do these things because... Th- is not because I'm gonna look stupid. It's just like they're not. Actually, well, they don't entertain me. Mm-hmm. Like being in Times Square in New York didn't entertain me. It's just like look at that giant H and M. See, it's- I would like to go to Times Square or do things like that. But yeah. things that I wouldn't do are like I would go to Pike's Place and watch them throw the fish. I'm not really gonna eat any food here because I know that all y'all are doing is trying to cater to the tourists. Right. Yeah. You, if you go down in the shop, I enjoyed the shop. The, sh- the shops are nice. Yeah. They have nice so shops. So much nice selection they have a, down there. Like a little um, basement area. Yeah. Under that was, top. It's, it's, it's a nice You'll experience. like it. It's like if Cleveland got his shit together because it's so fucking gray. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> them niggas get excited. The sun's out today. It's worth it going. It's Oh, <laughs> I plan on going to Seattle. It's a city that if I. How much are the tickets? If you don't mind dollars Fucking yeah, all see, the time. It. I'm like, oh, fuck it. it. I'll book it then. Yeah, see, I was like, maybe she caught a sale. No, but no. I've been looking for years. It's never a fucking sale to no, go fucking Seattle. It's, it's never. Not. It's not. I don't because know Because there's is. always people going there because there's always business people. Bro, I caught a crazy sale going to Dallas. I My ticket is 135 mm. Yeah, but Dallas is a major place where people may cancel. Go Looking now, you can't get anything under like $300 for a ticket to go to Dallas. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, this is about to go crazy. Is that like nonstop though? Um, no, I, I have a stop. Oh, okay, I was just wondering about that. If we had how many direct flights come out here, and the only ones I think I've seen out of where we live is to L.A., Atlanta, Miami. I think New York and Philly you can get a direct flight, but those we're are not basic. a main hub anymore. So. Also, getting a direct flight to like New York or Philly is basically them just hopping in the air and going back down. Which is when I hopefully, if everything go right, I would like to go to to L.A. for a day or so and then go somewhere else because they have those flights coming out that are where I would like to go. 
if I would ever go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. They always have really good yeah. flights. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, if I go take a day in LA. Man, and I'm then, still pissed off that I got I had to fly Air Hawaii to Hawaii because <laughs> like uh the they screwed up our flight path completely and totally just because of the fact it's just like we were on the tarmac for an extra 45 minutes, so we missed our flight once we got to LA. You don't like Air Hawaii? Well, I the thing about flying Southwest is I get this nice thing that has all these movies and other stuff to watch and listen to on it. On Air Hawaii, you got to pay for that. See, on Air Hawaii, I got lit off of Hawaiian drinks. <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> my mom and my auntie were ordering drinks. My baby cousin was asleep. And I was like, can I have some? Can I have some? <laughs> I just graduated from the sixth grade, so I couldn't order nothing. But... <laughs> They damn sure gave they you was some. definitely let me drink all of their shit. So I was oh, having a great time. I, well, no. Uh, <laughs> I got sloshed once I got to Hawaii. Like, they had luau's with unlimited drinks. Luau's were lit. Even though they're wild expensive to get into. Going to Hawaii from here is crazy expensive. Yeah, it was. Exactly. So that's why I'm yeah. like, when they had those deals from LA, it seems like the best deal for me is to chill in LA for a day. See? And then round trip it out. This West Coast, uh... Migration sounded better and better. Yeah, that sounded like that. That kind of like solidified. Like, oh, okay, this might be the move for real. Because just listening to them, they just listen. I was like, wow, you niggas. I've already been feeling like, dang, I need to move somewhere else. But since he had said it, I was like, oh, we on the same vibe without saying that. So that's nice. Oh, me and Charles were talking about moving to LA for a very long time. Charles has been talking to me about it. He's been like, we should go to LA or Seattle, and I was like. Why are you so specific about those things? Because those are the only two. Like, I'm going to be in San Diego next week. So what I'm probably going to do is I'm either going to drive up to go see my friend or my friend AP. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fly up there because flying within the state is pretty cheap. Yeah. So it's like I can I can go up to Pismo Beats and actually see it before they leave. When are they leaving? Uh, Probably sometime this summer, like at the end of it. Like, I think. August-ish because the, you start school in about September. Okay. And then they'll be going down to L.A. and then everybody will be in L.A. Uh, David will be inside of northern L.A. and Aaron will be probably more so close to L.A. proper. David's weird and refused to move to L.A. No. Well, they... Yes. yes there's well, no will. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm a best friend, but he... Well, no, this wasn't really a peculiar decision. It was a purposeful decision. Mm-hmm. He needed to get he needed to get a place somewhat quick, and he need so they're gonna live there for a year, and they're gonna scout out other places for them to live inside the actual city. Okay, that's fair. So it's they're also, only gonna be in the place that they're at there for a year. It's also a whole bunch of hills. Yes, Everything. my fat ass did not like that. Oh yeah, no, there's nothing but hills in uh, Seattle. That's why when it snows, it's terrible. Because can you imagine? Trying to drive and there's nothing but hills and it being slippery and sheets of ice and, and how, they don't have how, how t- they, don't, they don't really even sell winter tires here. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> I mean, well, on the West Coast, what they do is put chains on their tires. Yeah, because that creates grip because the chains dig into the ice. Yeah, metal. Because you don't because God, why on God's green earth would we buy actual tires to do this? Like they cost so much, and, and we don't you. need them. Yeah, we're just going to put these chains on. But we don't do chains out here just specifically because of the fact that it costs, it destroys your tires. So if you had to have those on all the time, it would just rip your tires up. And like, why would you do that? I had a good time, but them fuck them hills. No one said anything about hills in Seattle. 
I know that's supposed to be my thing, but that's something that hit me like, because I, I, oh my fucking god, I was mad at myself. Did you go I think to I missed. No, I didn't. Because like I said, I was just if I when I got there, I was like, I should get a car. I was like, no, let's save the money that we could get a car and just go eat like a fat ass. You are right, Ashley. Let's go do that. Because <laughs> I had the room all by myself and shit. It was a really nice house. But no, I didn't venture out too far. I could have. Uh, rented a house? Yeah, it was air. No, it was a room inside of an Airbnb. But the room was super nice. And the house was super nice. Super updated. And he had a hot tub in the back and everything. I'm like, I don't want to. And I had a big ass bathtub in my room. So I just got the Epsom salt and did that. But hills oh my fucking god Beverly Hills. i'm gonna get my shit together before i go live out there on the west coast because some hills can't sneak up on me like that ever again oh from what i understand just living on the west coast kind of leads to you as being inside of better shape yeah because it's not outside. like and i think i can't realization too i'm not that big okay i've clearly had some weird thing in my head where i thought i was fucking huge i got thought lizzo was i thought i was bigger than lizzo no yeah, I really in my head was like, oh, damn, Lizzo. And you also have to understand, you're really tall. So I know it's like, I didn't say it's proportionate, but it kind of evens itself out a little bit. Whereas Lizzo, I do believe is what, like 5'8"? Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I really <laughs> thought I really thought I was bigger than her for real. I and can't then, have a conversation about that and be polite. What? About Lizzo. <laughs> uh, Tony, that's what you thought you were yeah. <laughs> I really thought I was bigger than her I really listened in my head I'm like damn she killing the game man I just I need to get my shit together no. and then I really start looking at bitches that like I would go on YouTube and be like I need some more jeans where should I go and I start looking at people that have my same size and my same height and I looked at them I'm like oh this was in my fucking head the whole time it's not that I just want to know how tall Lizzo is she ain't taller She's than five me. foot ten inches. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I thought she was. Too weird about the same height. No, no, you're not. Uh huh. You got like two to three inches on her. That yeah. is actually a that that's a lot when you're getting to the upper percentiles. I'm like five eleven, five ten and a half. So me and her are about the same height. Ash, you look me in the face. No, I'm oh. not that tall. You're taller than Y'all my eat fresh food. That's what it is. you got to eat fresh food. Yeah. I was going to go to the other, like, oh, was, I've always wanted to go there and then. Underground didn't. Seattle. No, I wasn't doing that. Even though that's cool. I'm like, because they had like the little standalone. I'm like, I don't want to walk in there. <laughs> I don't want to watch that kid. So I'm all right. I didn't do that one, but. Did you go on a Space Needle? No, they I wasn't about to do that one. Did you so, walk through the Botanical Garden? That's at the Space Needle? No, because I was like farther <laughs> uptown. And then I realized like, I'm tired. The last day I was like. I'll catch you next time. Cause like I said, it was just me walking around. So I was like, cause I wanted to go, what is that place called? Like not Thornton. Um, it's the Asian art museum over there. I wanted to go to that neighborhood. <laughs> I was like, not Chinatown? something, not Chinatown. It was, um, like you said, where that botanical garden is. It began with a T. I ain't about to look that shit up, but I know what you're talking about. I wanted to go, but I did not go. <laughs> Next time when I have more time. I Whenever you're over doing there, touristy like Capitol Hill, Queen Anne. Yeah, I think it's Bell in Capitol Town. Hill. Okay. Yeah, I think it's in Capitol Hill. That so, yeah, I didn't go over there, but I enjoyed myself. Nice to see. 
Because I honestly thought, because he was talking about the Seattle freeze. So I thought it was about to be like Miami where everybody just like, eh, whatever, what's up? <laughs> it's not. Well, no, they, it's not <laughs> that they think they're better than you. Yeah. They just don't care. Right. Like, if you not, when you were there, you saw everybody had headphones there when they're walking. I think so. Yeah. Because, but out here, you notice that's not a thing. When people are just walking down the street, they're not having headphones in. Yeah. Out there, it's more of isolation. And more, not isolationist, but introvert. <clears throat> oh, okay. And so, yeah, they're friendly when you talk to them and everything. They're not mean or standoffish. Right. They just... You just got to get their attention. Aren't going to, like, invest <laughs> Naturally. in, like, your life. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you got a lot of personal questions. Uh, <clears throat> When I was eating at that restaurant, the dude that was behind the bar, he was like, oh, so where you coming from? Because when I gave him my driver's license, then we start chatting it up. Then I was like, no, my friend went up to college out here and he was telling me like the, about the Seattle freeze thing. He was like, and another dude was like, it's not like that South. I'm like, I'm not going down here. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not like the South. It's not like the South of Seattle, I suppose. What's the South of Seattle? I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't going down there. I Because when I rode the train like to all- get home, I start seeing the hood. I'm like, mm, I don't know where this is, but I'm avoiding it. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know where you were at. I don't know either. Mm, I was how on bad is the hood in Seattle? Just as bad as here? It's to the point where I was just like, I'm looking at it like mm, I know where I'm at. We'll go back down on my phone now. <laughs> oh, I know what this is. Because you know when you get towards the airport and me traveling now, I see like anything towards the airport is. Oh yeah, if you're ghetto, by the airport, like, that's the ghetto. I, it took me a minute to understand. Like when I went to Philly and stayed by the airport, I was like. Okay, so this I think that was the second time that happened to me. I'm like, I mean, I'm LA, never standing I was literally anywhere. told, yo, you are going to get into a taxi and that is how you're leaving the airport. You're not, don't walk east, don't walk west, don't walk anywhere near LA County Airport. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know no, what it is about airports. No, be, Why is it so ghetto around there? Because it's literally Everywhere. the least desirable place to live because there's loud mechanical things that fly over your house. Oh, I guess so. I never thought about that. So it's cheap. Oh. Yeah. Land's cheap. Build cheap things there. Put broke people there. Yeah, no. I That took me a minute to realize, like, this looks great on here. And then you go out, it's like, mm, it's kind of dusty out here. Like, you know. just enough for you to be like. <clears throat> you know, I don't, I would not, not stay. Because, yeah. Yeah, it took me a minute to realize yeah, that. Yeah, when you get out the airport <laughs> from Seattle, it's all that, like. Rental car shit, yeah. Denny's, a couple little raggedy hotels. Then you're in like SeaTac area, which is Seattle, Tacoma. So you down like South Seattle, Tacoma, right? Um, you might pass Kent or mm-hmm. Tequila. Yeah, that's what we drove through. Yeah, Tequila. We had to go on the. It was the yeah. one. It was the, the train. Ta- Tequila. Tequila is the ghetto. Yeah, so the we had to go around that. Yep. Can, all of that is the hood. Yeah, so, you yeah. can see the stark difference because, like, if you go higher up on the hills, yeah, if once you, you got go nice ass houses, Seattle, and then you but look you down, can't go you too like far north because then you <clears throat> then you hit a shoreline. Realistically, you want to be in West Seattle if you want to like not be downtown and have uh, nice things. Nice things. West Seattle is good. Um, I was by the university wherever I stayed, so I don't know where that is. I think it was called Cherry Hill. I believe I was by Seattle. Oh, okay. University. I know exactly where you're at. Yeah. Seventeenth or some shit. Jefferson. That's a cool ass Airbnb. I yeah, like so that. you know, um right yeah, that area's nice. That's um the little in between um like the going area. towards North Seattle, but um just getting off of uh 
downtown. You got, uh, like you said, Belltown, Upper and Lower Queen Anne are really nice. Um, yeah, there's some really nice spots over there. Yeah, it was a nice Next time you vibe. go, you should check out Mercer Island. Or if you can drive, there's like a bridge that like kind of sits on the water. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to go it's back. It's also and- nice if you can figure out just like to catch an Uber and be able to look out and do it because you can't really look at it as you're driving because you have to be driving. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And when I go back, it'll be a longer one, but I enjoyed myself for the quick little getaway that it was. Okie doke. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. <laughs> it's my turn. Getting away from that stuff. She's always so <clears throat> surprised when it's her turn. It's never failed because y'all got quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? about? Well, that yeah. is like yeah. we gave you some hooks. There was definitely some talk about suffering in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you suffered walking walking up them hills. Anyway, so I think his uh the YouTube channel's name is Alpha Media, where I got this idea from. And in the uh his review, he reviewed a documentary with the Everett Brothers, I think it was, and he's they made an album with Rick Rubin. And one song that they brought up was really, really deep for them only because they had, um, they had been through a divorce. One of their band members, the daughter got sick with cancer, uh, some other heavy stuff. And so when they wrote this song, of course, it meant a lot to them. Sadness. But when they were done, they were done. Rick Rubin, they kind of sat there and they was like, damn, we need a break from this one because this one hit kind of home. And then Rick Rubin was like, oh, yeah, so what's next? And the guy that wrote the video essay was just kind of like, what do you mean what's next? He really sat there and really gave it our all. I don't understand. I take issue with this. But I think he was also a musician, too. And the question that he was asking people was, is there a correct way to exploit your creativity or your art or whatever it is that you're trying to do? Because a lot of people would like to make whatever they're doing creatively, they bread and butter. But at the same time, it's going to be a little bit of sacrifice there. So I wonder if y'all know, like, is there a creative way to exploit yourself? Well, oh, keep going. No, that's it. I thought you were specifically talking about exploiting or monetizing your suffering or something like that. Yeah, that's what he's talking about in the video. Monetizing your suffering. Is there a quick way to do it? Oh, some people are, have gotten really good at the art of doing it or perceiving that you're doing it. Like, I don't know. I guess a good example is Adele, Taylor Swift. Uh, not necessarily ubiquitous with you about Adele, but I know we got a couple. I don't think 35 was a breakup album, was it? I just assume all her music is breakup music. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't ever. She'll never be like, popular for writing some like I found the love of my life is always somebody has broken my heart or I'm reminiscing about somebody from the past so oh. I can't say for real like oh I know that one tune she did that was about how well, her like, life I know was early together. Taylor Swift careers were uh, a lot of the early Taylor Swift albums were about breaking up with people mm-hmm. so it's not like this is anything new uh like I guess something that we can say is like Chris Rock is going to exploit the fact that he got slapped by Will Smith. I guess that's a, a way of saying you were exploiting your quote unquote suffering. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, I guess I would rather exploit my own suffering than let someone else do it. But I would rather just not be suffering at all. But that's not how life works. Like artistically, period. Like everyone has their sad, sad albums, their sad things. And I listen to a lot of overall sad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, there's an entire like Death Cab kind of made an entire genre based on being sad. That's true. And you just wonder sometimes like, damn, this was a really like fucked up moment for you some place in time. And now you're making money off of it. Is that like a come up or are you a sellout? I guess is what they were. Maybe he was maybe alluding to and didn't quite say because I don't really remember the video. But I remember mm-hmm. watching it sitting down thinking like, damn, is there really a way out of this? Not really. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be like writing about my suffering entirely, but <clears throat> please don't. to a certain point, like you do kind of got to dance a little bit mm-hmm. if that's what you want your music. That's what you want your career to be, right? Um. I would say that I think that a lot of it is based on what you're personally willing to leverage to give up. Not leverage, really, because it's like you're not really leveraging anything against yourself. You're deciding on how much you want to put out there. Yes, but you're also deciding on am I is my exhaustion worth the the benefits that are going to come? Because mm. what they Pulse said is, hey, I'm basically. tired. This physically, this emotionally drained me to do this. All right, that's that's fine. But this is what you said you wanted. Mm. So what I need for you to do is to do it again for an entire album. Now go ahead. But if that's not what you want, then don't do that. But <clears throat> I don't think that it's a, a right or a wrong or how do you go about it. It's you go about it the way that it's gone about. You use your pain and suffering to enhance your art and leverage that to connect with your audience. While that may exhaust you, it's probably going to garner a more connected fan base. Or you don't. Because right. fans can but, tell when stuff like that is kind of empty. But, but yeah, you can't really, like, not do it. You can't do it and, like, not have that emotional, like, dump that's going to be there and, like, drain. But if you don't want that, then you don't have to, like, go that route. And you can make music that doesn't touch on your pain and doesn't really, like, reflect that. And it could still be amazing music that could garner fans and things like that. It, not saying that you won't, just saying that is that if you have to choose what type of artist you want to be and what you want to present. And so, hey, I want to present my pain, then you have to take what comes with it. And that's to present it and know that, hey, I'm probably going to be drained from this because dragging up old emotions and negative feelings is exhausting. Yeah, you're pretty much just creating the jacuzzi of sadness. It's just like, what are we about to do? I'm about to make this album. What's this? All the sadness, sadness that I've had for the last five years, I'm going to condense it inside of one place, and I'm going to create something that's completely and totally based on it. Well, that sounds like that's that sounds like suffering personified. kind of is. Yeah. You definitely can see that's what you kind of have to 
Like you said, that's what you sign up for. And there's really no way around it. I don't oh. think it's no right or wrong way to like exploit your shit if that's what you choose to do. I guess my only caveat to that is like, I don't know how old they were when they uh, initially like embarked on this journey because like I have like experience and like foresight and like things to draw on to be like, all right, I can come to this conclusion and recognize like something is going to be have to be given up. But if you're brand new and you're young and you probably aren't thinking about all the real implications of like. Yeah. What is this going to cost me in the long run? Out there and like that emotional like exchange. So then it can be like, well, how do I be genuine to my fans while still protect myself? Yeah. Like how much That's is too That's a balancing much? act. You have to determine our, how much do I want to give them that makes me still feel authentic, but not so much where I feel like I have nothing for me. Like an example of an artist that probably gave too much was Kurt Cobain. It's just like you pretty much put all of your like all of your suffering was a lot of your music mm-hmm. and it was a very consistent and you are also very much a stickler about the level of production about your music and making sure everything was right and that is just a lot because yeah it's just it was probably just too much and there's a lot of torment and yeah he just thought the music was him instead of just saying oh this is just expressing a smaller like a small part of me and just let it be like your whole totality like this is everything that i am instead of but i guess that is a danger because if you aren't equipped to handle that emotional outpouring you really start to like become an artist that maybe your first song or your first couple of songs as like an up and coming artist were just emotional outcries just because that's who you how you were feeling and that's the music you made and that's what latched on and so now that's what you do right but since that's what you do that keeps you in this negative space and you just become more entrenched in all of the negativity so that's all you can see so i can get like he probably got caught up in like what was in his head had to sound exactly like what was in his head. Like there's no room for fucking error here. Cause when you get to that point where you start identifying like with your pain and suffering, you don't really see another way out. This is who I am. And this is like. Between that and I am pain and suffering. Right, right, right. So then now you just not down this fucking, (laughs) fucking black pit of pain and suffering. You don't know how to differentiate yourself and to say like, like I said, if you don't know, you don't know. But now that I can look back and say like, oh, no, that's a small part of me. Would I let guide the bigger parts of me? And I can see where you could fail in his case. Yeah, where that can really be a whole trap because I was driving and I remember the thinking about the stories we tell ourselves. And like if I had to sit there and think about the story that I told myself all this time, because I think I looked back and realized like there's no way. That I should be, I'm not saying I'm like wildly successful, but I feel like one of them rappers in the video where I don't have $100,000 in my bank account, but the life that I thought dreamt about for so long is something that I wield into reality. I'm like, well, what if I just kept telling myself that same old sad ass story? Like the whole, I'm a strong black woman story. Like, <laughs> what if I told myself that same stupid story or just believed in it? Even like, if I just kept believing in that stupid ass story about what I am, I like let my pain and all those things to decide where I was going and 
and fo- overly focused on what I couldn't do. Where the fuck would I be if I just kept saying that dumb shit to myself all the time and then strive to ask the question where like, you know, what am I capable of? Oh, you know, who knows? Who I know. Knows? I mean, shit, no. I feel like we all do. I feel like we've all had like instances where we've been just like entrenched in like negative thought and like fortunately we all seem to be able to like come out of that like space and move to the other side i mean i'm not going to speak for y'all whole fully but from what i know lots um, of naps and uh just time but i've never actually tried to take it i don't know i've never taken only way i could really say it is that i've never used my my any of my shortcomings or any of my perceived like my suffering as kind of like paint for a tapestry or you don't use that as your muse like yeah Yeah. whereas like a lot of these people like that is the that is the thing so i mean it's just like you're you're a singer or for this app or for this parallel i'm using a painter is just like you're literally taking your your pain is your suffering and you're actually using that to make this to make this entire thing i would say i use my pain in times like and just like accidentally like when i lost all the women i was dealing with and um at the same time i created a whole conceptual story that like separated the three different like ideologies and personality traits and like conceptualize how the one dude was meeting the women and doing all the great things other dude was coming in and then killing these women and ruining the relationship and then there was someone that was trying to catch him and like put all this together into like one cohesive picture and be like all right what the fuck is going on and why oh and but but that was just like something I had to do to like get out of like, all right, you just like had all of this like what what was that, sir? <laughs> like all of them, everything is gone. Like in the direction you're moving, like it was just like a whole cluster. So I just created a whole conceptual like if I, I was got it. if I could sing and I was going to make it a whole like project, yeah. Man, or I'm sorry I'm laughing show. at that, but that's so funny that them bitches had to die. <laughs> well, killing the relationship more so than killing I know, the actual I know, person. I know, I know, but it's just funny. Like, he was I really don't know angry. why you took that so hyper literally. <laughs> you know, well, it's just, it's in just the story, because they were, he was definitely killing the women. And so, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's oh, just no, like, no, no, yeah, no, no, in the story, because so I'll, I can give you the basic, but the gist of the story is main character is going from like town to town, city to city reason that is is because a lot of the women I was dealing with were all over the United States. So in my story, he was a traveler. Every time he kind of like moves on to some another city and everything, thinking that his last situation is fine. Other dude, um, protagonist, antagonist in the story comes in and kills the person that he just left behind. Now we have uh, the third character who is like the detective that's going behind trying to figure out why dude is murdering all these people that dude is like dated and everything. So yeah, no, it was just, but it was like more of like, all right, 
why did you destroy all these things, sir? <laughs> sounds like a baby keep. It, it was, sounds it was like me. the concept of like, like, All right, sir, <laughs> you destroyed him. all of these things. Yeah. After you moved on to something else. What, what were we doing? <laughs> let's, let's, and, but I was me like, but that's how I like wrap my mind around things and get myself back to a, a space of like understanding. So I can fully understand like diving into your pain to make something because it's very inspirational. I'm not going to lie and say that I was an extremely creative and extremely energized during that time, but I can also recognize that, hey, that's probably not the best space to stay in 24-7, 365. What about, like, when artists are not suffering anymore? So, like, Eminem, when he had, I have to say after the relapse and after he got his shit together. Or, anyway, so Eminem, like, after, I'm going to say the relapse and whatever he made after that. Or, um, what's the rapper's name? Chance the Rapper. This nigga not taking acid anymore and got his family. Like, what happens when you don't have that place to draw from? Is this, I don't know if it's still possible because, like, I love Matthew Deere. Oh, he coming in May. I gotta remember that. After he got married and shit, his music just like, I remember, like, I, what's the name of this album? It's called Beams. The dude I'm talking about make, like, real eccentric, like, house music. So I don't recommend anybody go listen to this. But <laughs> I do notice, like, a difference after. Everything just kind of fell in place for him, and then I was just, I was just not that excited about the, the project. Some artists lose. Yeah, I'm gonna that. say that. Uh, like, all right. So I have multiple examples of this. One, uh, Patrick Stump, Fallout Boy. Like they stopped singing about being sad because they weren't. Not all of them were sad anymore. Right. Like, what? I can't talk about these women hating me because I'm happily married. It's just like I just don't got I just don't got the just ammunition anymore. What you built now is not there. Like this nigga not doing acid so, no more, being weird. So now you just uh, chilling at home, like living the life that you so you know what I'm saying the things that you wanted that you were maybe afraid that you couldn't get. So now you doing dark shit like popping pills or whatever the fuck your whatever choice of escapism is. Now that you got it, it's like oh, oh, uh, what's another. <laughs> Another group that ended up, but Weezer pretty much was inside the same situation, except for they pivoted and made White Album, which was an entire album about like uh, everything that one they would or Rivers Cuomo's would do for his wife. What? But even in Tyler's case, he didn't draw across that place. Like, call me when you get lost. Like, I really is understand that concept now more than ever. Where he looking or like shit, Vince Staples is looking at like where he left that whole continuous album with currency is kind of like a meditation on like just living a really like Larry June. Like they they take from looking back on what they escaped from and still can make like. I think certain artists are good at channeling that pain mm -hmm. and other artists are living products it. of that pain. Like who? Chance. <clears throat> Chance, I think, was a product of that pain. Okay. And the further he got away from that pain, the less people were interested in, like, his music. Mm. Uh, Another one would be Eminem. Yep. He's a product of his pain. He was extremely hurt, scorned, and so angry. And that was what was expressed. But as soon as it became less of that and more just, like, 
well, I'm also just technically the best. Well, sure, but we don't care. Right. It's like, I'm really good at this. You don't say anything that matters anymore. Yeah. It's just like your quote unquote gimmick was your suffering and you don't suffer anymore. And the fact and you also don't rap, you don't rap about that anymore. And it's just like, yeah, while technically you are the best, we're not necessarily. That's not what we want to hear from you is a lot of what people tend to get because you build your fan base up on these things. You're right. Right. And then once you stop being that, it's just like, well, I don't come for you for this. And with Eminem, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's probably so famous now that it's probably really hard for him to even get a sense of normalcy. And so getting in touch with like things that other people are experiencing is probably really, really hard when it's like, I can't even really go outside. Like, I can't eat with my daughters in a public place without, without so, like, like booking it in advance and like yeah. booking out the place. Like this is a, and all the time, like I can't really like just go out and about because people are crazy. Do y'all think like Jay Z suffers from that? Because I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I think, I think y'all like him. I, no, not no. in the same way. <laughs> he's completely and totally embraced the fact that he's famous and completely and totally plays into it. Mm. Like they no wouldn't say that. Well. I mean, you, him and Beyonce act like they're like the first family of black people. It's just like, you're not wrong, Charles. <laughs> I think that's, but I don't think that's them like playing into it. I think that's them. I guess they were put there and they're playing into it. I, I don't know if they're playing into it. I think that. We, as in the populace, look at them as the standard. So they could do one of two things. Be a real shitty example. Or oh, okay example. Or a good one. I feel like they chose the latter on that. So I'm pretty okay with what they're doing. It's like, hey. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong Y'all made it. us the standard. And so if we the standard, then what we're going to be on is black empowerment um, reconciliation in the household of black and um, black men and black women inside of like infidelity and just hurt and trauma and things like that. We're going to address that and not just keep like these like generational traumas where we just say nothing and continue to move on like everything is okay. So it's a lot of them using their still lived experiences like hey before I gave you a lot of like me in the streets. Now I can give you a lot of like the corporate side of me trying to do things and still coming up against racism, still being a nigga. Like in all of these aspects, it's still nigga. Like it's just, so no, I don't think he suffers from that because I think he's still, he's, I think he's an artist that's able to utilize his experiences to like further himself. Huh. Uh, I don't know. There's some Beyonce artists be just, lying. What? <clears throat> Beyonce be lying about what? About how she made single is? ladies and was in a whole relationship. <clears throat> no, somebody talk about that. Like, how does bitch telling y'all that y'all should go out and wave your fucking hands in the air? <laughs> that hey, don't make no fucking whoa, whoa, sense. Whoa, 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 whoa! That was an incredibly useful song. 
Uh, I guess. Gets all the women on the dance floor, which gets yeah. all the men on the dance floor, which then gets the dance floor pop. Pack. All I know is she was happily committed. <laughs> to me, bitches, to be single. Yeah. To the left, to the left, man. Madam. <laughs> yep. With a nigga. You irreplaceable. Oh, bitch, you got it over there. Clearly, somebody ain't irreplaceable. Goddamn. Uh, somebody spoke on that shit. I'm like, yeah. I mean, they'd be on the same albums. That crazy in love. Like, no, that bitch what be I pandering. think Beyonce was good at doing is channeling in her early get- ages um, what most women were dealing with and not necessarily what she was experiencing. Yeah. Which I think is another route the artist can go to build that connection. Yeah. Hey, let me identify that. Hey, I know what's going on out there. I'm not going to rub what I have in your face because I understand that this is atypical for a lot of people. So let's talk about fuck these niggas because most of these niggas don't fuck shit. Oh, it's like artists inside the 70s uh, singing about Vietnam. Mm. It's just like you're not actually there, but there are a lot of... It is such a benchmark for our entire generation that we are going to sing about this and about the way that yeah, we feel you, about it. Yeah, you know of Vietnam. You don't know what it was like to be in the war. Whereas when you got like, I don't know, single ladies or Beyonce is like, we know y'all. this is all a shared experience for us. So therefore, I'm going to encapsulate this shared experience and make a song about it. Yeah. So, I, don't, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, exploiting your pain, if that's what you want to call it. I think that at every turn, you're going to exploit some type of experience that you have. Yeah, you want to exploit something. It's, you it's expe- inevitable. You have to experience something. If you don't have like the word exploit, you can say utilize. You can say make Capitalize, use of. Yeah, there's leverage. lots of other words that mean the same thing or get to the same, like. And, you, get, you get the same gist. Yeah. Not but sure. people get hung up on exploit. And so it's like, well, yeah, exploit your talents to your f- most comfortable level. And if you're not comfortable, then don't go down that path. But if you did and you were young, I can get it where you're like, oh, I didn't know this is why am yeah. I sad all the time? You probably don't really understand why you sad all the time is the fact that you're really like keeping in tap with all of, like the fucked up emotions. So I can see. Like shit, even in this generation of like hip hop and like a lot of the artists that I listen to, like in the beginning of this year, not even them, just like everybody I listened to was extremely sad. It fit my motif and where my mind state was at, which was like very pensive and very reflective, which is how they were. But it's them doing nothing but reflecting on their friends dying, uh, trauma that they've gone through, different beefs. It's just continuous trauma. Shit, Fred O'Bang just released an album where I want to say at least half of it is about um, his friend that died while he was in jail and how that really affected him. And so it's like the first song is called Streetlights, talking about how he wish he was here to like raise his kids and just like real things that you're like, all right, so you're tapping into a, a real fucked up place. But I've also heard songs where Fred O'Bang has said, if I lose somebody else, I might as well leave this place myself. It's like, all right, sir. Well, you're really living inside of a, like, pain-filled atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, at some point, yes, there's pain that's continuously happening, but if you continuously dwell on it as well and, like, make use of it, 
it is going to kind of color the way that you see things. So you're mirroring yourself <laughs> in it as opposed to yeah. just getting stuck naturally. So you yeah. kind of have to weigh like how good are you at like utilizing it and then detaching yourself from it. Things like that. It's Yeah. I don't think I would ever want to create a career off of that for me personally. If anything, I love the triumph story. I love the underdog story to where you overcome shit. And I've been, I've been identifying with my pain for so long and I never really wanted to put it out there in that capacity where I'm just like, you know, like a singer or artist or anything like that. But uh, now it's becoming more and more clear to me that my purpose won't be lying in deep, delving deep into my pain to tell people about it. For me, it's about, well, how did you overcome that? How can I? Because we already know what it's like to sit and wallow in this shit. And it's really good to have relatable music and artwork or stories on what that's like. But we, you just got to come out of it now. And I get that people are trying to identify, like, I've been through, have so much trauma with my parents and all this other stuff. And that's really beautiful. That's a really good place to start. But at some point, we just got to transcend this. Yeah. Like, I don't. Like, I get your mental health is one of your top priorities. But at one time, like, when are you going to stop using that excuse every single time you're like, you well, just. Shit, realistically, you're not prioritizing <laughs> it because you choosing to. Right, wallow in it. Yeah, you got to. Not really trying to, like, solve the issue and move forward. Yeah, and so, but I, that's the choice, though. That's the, the trade off. Hey, I'm yeah. going to live in this space of sadness. Right. Uh, and also. I think there are some people who have d struck a better balance when it comes to making an album about these things. Like I would say like man on the moon one by Kate Cuddy is a reasonable, like is a reasonable balance of this is a little bit of fun and a little bit, but it's also somewhat retro uh, introspective about like my life. That's fair. I can so, say that. So, but, but I also could say that Kate Cuddy's, wallowed in a lot of his despair as well and yep. that's there has been some albums of that kind of allowed <laughs> a lot of like life things to happen for him yeah. which I don't, I don't think like is something to be like judged for but I just do recognize that hey it might be the active engagement with these feelings in a way that's purely creative and not therapeutic and people be like are like well my music is my therapy no 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 what you're doing is getting a cathartic release yeah right that's right, not right. therapy in the way that you need it to be therapeutic you need to like really like engage with these feelings on a different on an analytical level and like have someone else like be able to like dialogue with you you just venting and expressing them is not really like getting to the like root of anything so I think that it's all up to like what artists choose like I don't have a problem using like my my pain or my like anything that happens to me to like fuel like what I'm doing just but, understand what you're doing but for me it's also like I'm not able to do it um, retroactively oh so you gotta be in it Yes, I can't recapture old feelings just the way that I'm set up. Once I like lose that feeling, I don't really have it anymore. Like even like going back, like I can't really even like recall how I felt 
like exactly when like I lost all the women, and I know I was devastated, but I was just because it. But now I'm just like, yeah, well, it's over now. <laughs> looking at it, like yeah. I guess for me, I always look at things at like a whole totality. It's like, well, this was the result of that, and so you moved these ways, and like everything worked out. So it's like I've never so entrenched in like what was negative, but if I'm in the moment, you're gonna get some banging shit for me mm-hmm. about it right then. But just know that it's just like I'm gonna get it out, and that's gonna be like my cathartic release. But it's not therapy. Yeah. So I mean, I think that there's no right way to exploit your uh, your pain or your misery or whatever he was um, saying. Yeah. But it's a it's definitely optional. You don't have to. And I feel like he kind of felt like he had to like exploit it. But that also might be because they were young. Like I said, I don't know how old they were when they started working with work group. And so maybe they were young and didn't know how to like make music that didn't incorporate the way that they felt. Because who was making this music? The Everett Brothers, a country band. And I'm guessing that maybe because I think they had success before. So it's been a while. And I want to say they either they older than us or around our same age. So it wasn't like they were young because the dude had a daughter. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, like one of the dudes had a daughter and her daughter, his daughter got sick. So they kind of mushed everything together in that one song for all the bandmates because it was like, we've been through all of this together. And so now we're going to put this in this song. It was like that. So they had some experience. And don't get me wrong, like I'm pretty sure, like, because they was working with Rick Rubin. So they got to have some level of success. <clears throat> so I don't think it was anything. Like I said, the dude wrote this, the video just kind of like, examining his space because he also a content creator and he's also a musician and he was like no he was like i know this is like weird but i just was like i don't want to talk about something different you know so he was kind of it was kind of like an not an abstract concept or question but he was definitely acknowledging like i'm thinking about this and this is more so philosophical than anything i would say (laughs) maybe because they if they don't make that music traditionally yeah. And this was like their real first like experience with like putting like real life like trauma, pain and suffering into something. Right. And having not done that before and then being exhausted from it and then having someone be like, well, all right, well, you got to do next? it again. <laughs> and then them being like, oh, we didn't even realize what yeah, we were getting ourselves that, into. That I could see it. that being yeah. like, like jarring. Be like, hey, 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 we don't normally do this. <laughs> Give us a second. Like This nah, is uncomfortable be- and we don't like it. Right. It's just like, nope, you guys decide to go into that old school blues type of route, which which is a which is blues. I do believe country is a root or is a offshoot from blues. So therefore, when you tap into those types it's of folk things, music, yeah, it's just like, ugh, like when you make when you make albums like that, you typically that is your kind of your album inside of that particular type of vibe. It's just like my baby left me, my dog died. I fuck with that white. I like white blues sometimes. They be hitting the spot. I love Johnny Cash like dearly. So I fuck with I fuck with some country music. I kind of do I like bluegrass? No, I got a bluegrass album on here that came from that movie uh Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I vibe with that. <laughs> I vibe with some bluegrass sometimes. I, don't, I mean, I like generally most types of music. I can find something that's good. Yeah. But I I just don't think that they were Adapted like putting that out there, and then they did it, the case. and then they were like, "Hmm, we don't like you." 
don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, at that point, <laughs> Never you, I think that was a discovery process because as a producer, you just got to be like, all right, do it. Can you guys do this again? Yeah, I don't like I don't fault Rick Rubin for doing that because he's the producer. So he, you know, you want a Tom Crunch, you got to kind of get. Music or sometimes out, like, you just got to slap the and artist it, in yeah, the face. And, and it's just not like, his music to do that. So but that was a real good question. I was like, dang, you did put your heart and soul out there. And now you got to sell this album. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> you got to like. Well, you can you choose not to. Sell this. <laughs> It's just like you gotta market it. Is this gonna be a top single? Sit and take the song off that's there, so and then think about it. You could always it's just take like, the song off. That's true. That's the wild thing because it's but just. What like, if it's a banger? Like, damn, you'll never know. Like, this is the, don't matter. But, Keep it personal. That's the wild thing because it's like, all right, now you got to finish this album. Now you got to go perform this song, possibly yeah. two, two, three times a week, and it's just like I can't do that. Or maybe yeah, see, like, well, now you got your answer, Joe Budden. Um, talked about that like how he made really like dark music and like talking about trauma suicidal thoughts and things like that and how it would be fans would like love it and like oh you should make more music like that and it's like uh that also means that i have to go through all these crazy things and then perform them and then like relieve those experiences yeah like like that's a lot yeah so no i that's why I have never wanted to be like an artist in that capacity. Like, no, no, no. I'm not trying to go out here and like have to like re-sing all of my part, set. Yeah, of, the performance part of that shit sounds so fucking dumb to me. Like, I love singing and I'm not a good singer about anything. And one time, like, I wanted to do that. And then when you step back, you like, you got to perform this shit. <laughs> I mean, like, if I wasn't an artist that put my like own stuff into it and it was just random shit, then sure, I'll perform that. But if it's like me performing like my heartfelt tracks about me being sad and depressed and like pain and shit like that. But you that, can't help yourself, I, especially when you were creative. Like sometimes like you'll just be sitting there just making shit up and it'll I'm just, just going to have someone else write for me. What you talking about? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you example, already know the vibe when you into it, like making stuff. Like Tyler Creator does not oh, like I'm not going to put those out. Those are going to be for me. And what I put out is going to be the shit <laughs> I give it for right. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to share those with my friends and be like, all right, this is something like this is how it's feeling for real. Okay. Boom. But not for the public where I got to go sing this. No, y'all going to get this. I put this iron and fucking she put a hot comb on my arm and told me I was a slutty little bitch. I got to read every time I'm at the piano. Yeah, like, no. what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, no, I'm not. What? I don't have time for it. I don't know. Imagine the person who Precious was based on had to sing about that like on a weekly basis. That bitch would have killed herself. That's exactly. a fucking tough ass story. I hate that fucking movie. I can never watch a movie in full. Me neither. I can't like, watch it again. I, it I've seen it sick. once. No, I don't. I've never seen that movie in its entirety, I've and I'm so glad time. I didn't. I never. I honestly, I just knew it was gonna be bad, and I never picked it up to begin. It's with. not a bad movie. I know it's not a bad but movie. What it I'm is. talking about. I knew it was going to be bad. Oh, right. oh <laughs> like, bruh, bruh. in terms of I people being put in the middle space, it's so just me, like I'll oh. just. Have you ever heard the term "comic mama feel good"? Ew, gross. Do you know what that is about? It don't matter. <laughs> her <laughs> telling her daughter to come eat or give her head. And she do. Ugh, gross. Ugh. Yep. This has been conscious reconstruction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can be done with this episode. Yeah, we're done. Thanks. Bye. We Thank all feel you. disgusting. All Later. Ugh, let me take a shower.